You're listening to the Stoic Solutions Podcast, practical wisdom for everyday life. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, with episode 74, Influencing Others' Behavior. I discuss the role we can play in inspiring others, exerting some level of influence in orienting others to a virtuous path, making a case for having some level of influence in others' lives. Visit my website at stoicsolutionspodcast.com where you can email me, connect with me on social media, find past episodes, and join my Discord chat server for interactive discussion. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. A key question within Stoic texts is what is inside or outside of our control. For that which is outside of our control, we ought not to become angry, attached, or distraught when things don't go our way. If we lower our desires and expectations for that which is outside our control, we can experience more contentment. We should be most concerned about that which is inside of our control, including our capacity for choice, our behaviors, and our interpretations of the world. We can exercise our reasoning faculty to help others, improve ourselves, and be content with making the best decisions we can regardless of the results, focused on a process rather than an outcome. When we focus on things outside of our control, or mostly outside of our control, we can be led astray, existing in a miserable state, feeling betrayed, disappointed, and unfulfilled. These intense negative emotions may never fade within us, as they are, for many if not all, part of the human experience, but with applications of stoicism in our lives, we can moderate our feelings and reframe events so as to not be so dragged down by our interpretations. As citizens of the world, on the Stoic viewpoint, we're to engage with society and others within it. We're to act virtuously, excelling in whatever roles we happen to be playing, applying a high standard to ourselves, rather than making excuses, blaming others, procrastinating, being resentful, or harboring a nihilistic attitude in which nothing matters. We can be the change we want to see in the world. We can engage others in conversation, allowing them a space to reflect, even gently confronting people who seem to have inaccurate interpretations of the world or inconsistencies in their thought processes. While others' behaviors may ultimately be outside our control, we can exert a good deal of influence, motivating others to proceed in positive directions. While, as Seneca says, a wise man regards decisions and not the outcomes, we can give ourselves a pat on the back, finding a sense of meaning or fulfillment when others in our communities, perhaps family members, friends, clients, and peers, make good decisions related to a model we set forth. As a clinical mental health counselor in training and a behavioral health worker, I aspire to set a good example, provide helpful information, and encourage others to make good choices. I've even taken the role of, as an older South Park episode called it, an accountability buddy, helping others be more responsible and avoid poor choices simply by sharing a physical area with them. This was especially the case in a former position as a TSS worker in which I stayed with one child for hours at a time in the school setting. Surely some children I worked with will be less likely, in many cases, to make poor choices when they are being watched and redirected. In my teenage years, during my time in the scouting program, 
a buddy system was instituted while I participated in outdoor events, including camping, hiking, and swimming. One can help the other to take the right path, not only a wilderness trail, but a right course of action in life. We can orient towards the good rather than leaving a path which helps us reach our goal. Here, we are work to guide others in the right direction and would even be responsible for making our best effort to save someone if a dire circumstance emerged, but not to sacrifice ourselves if a rescue was impossible, such as a likely drowning ourselves in an attempt to rescue. The drowning metaphor, too, extends to situations on land. It's something we should keep in mind. We can try to save others from their poor choices while they are drowning in life, but if, in the process, they pull us into their destructive ways so much that we're devoured and both are harmed, it's prudent to step away. Even in counseling classes I've taken, we're advised to keep one foot in our world and another in the client's but not both feet in their world, so much so that we lose ourselves in the process. Here's a case for moderation. We simply can't save everyone or change everyone, especially when they're unwilling or ignorant of the harm they're involved in. Let's not be so hard on ourselves when others fail to act as we desire or fail to reorient to a virtuous path. Let's not blame ourselves for others' inaction or destructive actions when we make a really good effort to help. Even if we make the best possible effort to help others, they still make poor choices. We shouldn't be so hard on ourselves when others stray from a path we set, but we can find solace in others making good choices. We've made a difference. We can think about how, if we removed ourselves from a chain of events, others would be in a worse state, straying from the virtuous life. We can present information well, and others can make positive choices. There's something to be said about the manner in which we work to guide others, a good presentation of information can be more likely to lead towards change when compared to a person who, although they present the same information, can behave in a nasty manner, not showing concern for the other. Additionally, throwing a stoic book at someone should be less likely to lead to behavioral change when compared to explaining concepts and delivering them in a time-appropriate manner. Consider a master craftsman who, with a large inventory of tools and building materials, can create a quality product, knowing which tools and supplies to use, while an amateur with the same supplies will struggle not knowing which tools to use and acting in a haphazard manner, not informed by diligent study and practice. The master craftsman too, assuming he has a strong side of customer service or sales, can motivate potential buyers to purchase his craft while the amateur will not. Our efforts aimed at influencing others' behaviors may ultimately be in vain, but a certain level of excellence in presenting the information, serving as a role model, and knowing which information to present can help make a difference. I may diverge from some in the Stoic community here. When I say we have at least some influence in others' behaviors, this isn't a black and white case of being only either inside or outside of our control. Writer Bill Irvine talks about what he calls a trichotomy of control noting areas in which there is overlap between things inside and outside our control. Here, I'd like to put others' behaviors in that space. I think, too, of other examples in which I think I've influenced others' behaviors, including seeing clients' progress in their writing abilities following tutoring sessions, seeing friends become stronger opponents in games I taught them. I've had friends note that they wanted to do me a favor 
following my past actions, which helped them. I've seen children treat me with respect, noting they appreciated my approach compared to that of teachers. What do you think? Do you agree that others' behaviors are somewhat in our control? Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at stoicsolutionspodcast.com, where you can email me, connect with me on social media, find past episodes, and join my Discord chat server for interactive discussion. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. Podcast music, useth permission, is brought to you by Phil Giordana's symphonic metal group, Fairyland, from their album, Score to a New Beginning. John Bartman offered free consultation and audio edits for episodes 51 through 63. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day.